to always get the latest Game Tea, do not forget to follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook at The Game Tea Podcast, and you can find us on Twitter at Game Tea Podcast X. We post memes, gaming news, retweet friends of the pod, and of course, let you know when new episodes are available for your listening pleasure. Links are all available in the description of this episode, so check them out after the show, and thank you so much for listening to The Game Tea Podcast. everybody and welcome to another episode of the game tea podcast my name is jp i'm peaches and i'm czar all right so today we are bringing back a segment we haven't done in a hot minute we're doing a little bit of playtime panic boys what do you think of that yeah how much of our lives did we waste on video games this week (laughs) yeah no kidding i that's part of why i actually don't like this segment sometimes it makes you feel (laughs) bad about yourself a little bit yeah oh I, I got one here that I think is going to just absolutely smoke you guys. Zach actually has the record right now for putting like 4,000 hours or something like that in a World of Warcraft just out of this world. And I think of that, it makes me feel better about myself. And I'm like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I might be able to beat that if I found my League of Legends time, but I, I don't know where to find that. Oh, God. I forgot we've got a League of Legends guy on the podcast now. I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, taking applications for the next host of the Game Tea Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so what how, is do play play pa- how do we play? Pay t- how do we play? How do we play? How do we play Playtime Panic? That's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, More words. All right. In this segment, the hosts each pick out three of the games that they, they have played and record how many total hours they've put into each of those games in its lifetime. Then the other two hosts must guess how many hours the original host has put into that game. The host that had the closest answer gets a point. Whomever has the most points at the end of the game wins. The hosts each will take turns by naming one of the video games they have chosen for this challenge, and the other two hosts will try and guess the playtime. Then it moves on to a different host. Each of the people that are guessing the playtime also have an opportunity to ask one question to the host for each game to try and help them guess the amount of playtime put into that game. Anyway, that's how we play Playtime Panic. So, uh, today's order, we are going to do Czar, and then Peaches, and then myself. So without further ado, Czar, take us away. What is your first game? And then give us a little bit of a description of it. All right. All right. Well, my first game was mentioned on the Wednesday episode and JP actually thought I'd never heard of it. It is none other than Dying Light. And so, JP, I have heard of it and wait till you hear how much time I put into it. (laughs) Not only have you played it, but didn't you also say I was the one who introduced it to you? Oh, yeah. Way back when uh, I was living in the dorms and... You literally brought an Xbox over and you're like, you got to see this game. I want to play this game. I've, I've been playing it nonstop and it was incredible. I mean, parkour, first person zombie shooter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, Dying Light is a lot of fun. I love that game. It really is. And so, yeah, in that vein, you know, you're some sort of government agency worker that is sent to a very poor nation to figure out what's going on with the zombie apocalypse. And if you can maybe get some medication to the poor survivors out there. 
And by doing this, you will traverse building tops, zip lines, and all sorts of tropic paradise, all scattered in corpses and just bloody entrails everywhere you look. All right. All right. Now, Peaches, we each have an opportunity to ask him one question that is supposed to help us get to the right answer. Okay. Okay. I think I, I think I got the idea. JP, you start with your question, and I hope that'll give me an idea for what to do for mine. Sure. Now, before I do ask the question, Czar, is there any more explanation of the game you wanted to give to us, or is that it? Um. Well, there is a notable amount of DLC to it, uh, so it is not just the base game. And I have picked this game up uh, kind of infrequently, played it really hard when it came out, played it a little bit more when the DLCs came out. And then, you know, every now and then, if I ever wanted to just have a fun, free roaming game where I could have stress free zombie killing, I'd often go back to this game. And I suppose uh, that's the last hint I'll give you. Okay, so in my case, the question is, I know you're a completionist. How much of a completionist were you when it came to this game and side quests? Did you really do everything there is to do? I'm pretty sure I did most, if not all of the side quests. There were some collectibles and like secret treasure chests that I don't think I found. But the culmination of all of my completionism is just in one playthrough. I've I've never actually started a new character. I've just continued hmm. to build on my previous character. That actually helped me. All right. Um, all right. For my question, um, I would like to know how many achievements are there in the game and how many of them did you get? Ooh, um, base game. I'm pretty sure it's the standard 50. Um... And pretty much the only achievements I didn't get were maybe a couple secret achievements and all of the time trials and races. Those were pretty much the only things I didn't do because I hate racing in first person games. Okay. All right. I'm going to say that you played this for 250 hours. All right. All right. Um, I'm going to say you played this for 251 hours. Oh, oh, that just happened. Wow. 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 No, I'm just kidding. I knew you were gonna do that. <laughs> you no, I, um, I, I'm gonna say uh, 325 hours. <laughs> Is that your final answer, or, or were you going with your first one, Peach? I, I don't. Uh, I, I don't like how you laughed when you said it, when I said 325, but I'm gonna stick with it. Well, <laughs> it's uh, get this, guys. So I put in a total of. 251 hours. No way! <laughs> Fuck! No way! So oh if you my god! If you would have done the whole Wheel of Fortune thing like you were trying to do, you would have been exactly on the money, and I probably would have given you an extra point for that. <laughs> oh my god! god. Damn it. On wow, the I don't money. know how to feel. Well, JP, you got within one hour, apparently, so... That, that was really good. That You really do know me. Congratulations, JP. You get the point. All right. I, But I can't even be happy about that. I should be happy, <laughs> but I can't be happy about that. You convinced him to change his answer. He's just playing dirty. 
<laughs> okay, now, were you actually joking when you said 251, or were you waiting for my response to see if, like, eh, can I actually get away with doing that? Uh, no, I was 100% joking, but I did want to hear what you uh, would say after I said 251. Okay, then I don't feel as bad. I still can't <laughs> believe that. That is hilarious. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's one way to start off these fucking game segments is me getting the right answer and then changing it because it was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Peaches, you are up next, man. Give us the game and a little description. All right. Uh, this game is uh, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Ooh. You may have heard this because it was uh, Flavor of the Month for like six months last year or maybe two years ago. Sure. PUBG was huge. Uh, this game uh, came out for PC and Xbox, I believe, uh, a few months after its initial release. It's a battle royale. hundred people drop in into a map and you get, you want to be the last one surviving. There's not a lot to say. You try to you try to loot as much as you can to be the last one in the you know ever shrinking circle and kill everybody that tries to cross you. Interesting. Okay. I have lots of different questions about this one. Obviously, I can only ask one. My question is, was this your favorite of the Battle Royales between like Fortnite and I don't think like Call of Duties was out yet, but I know there were a few more. Was this your favorite Battle Royale? By far. Like, it's not even close. Uh, Anymore, like I I burned myself on the out on the entire Battle Royale genre on this game alone. Okay. All right, all right, all right. How many first place dubs do you got under your belt? Ooh. Uh, more than I can count. Ooh. Damn. Okay, um, I have a guess. What's your guess? I'm just going to give you a straight 500 hours. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to shoot with the 251 hours. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Final answers. Final answer. Yep. I have 1,098 hours in Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. How do you have so much time in that game? I'm a winner. What can I say? Holy shit. Um, uh, Me and a friend of mine used to make uh, videos of our uh, time on Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, you know, just cataloging our wins or our silly moments or all that kind of stuff. It was a good time. I thought 500 hours was being very generous. Good for you. I mean... Is it? (laughs) (laughs) I honestly had no idea where to guess with like a battle royale game because you could either say you spent a lot of time on it and, you know, take only 50 to 100 hours or you could really spend a lot of time on it. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. It's you can you can have like 30 hours or upwards of like 6,000 hours in a battle royale, I'd say. Because well, like how it, long it, are there's how long are games usually are like 30, 45 minutes? I'd say 45 minutes, roughly. Jeez. All right. Is it my turn? You're up. I guess JP's got two points and we got zero. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Did yeah. even give JP the point if he was 500 hours off? <laughs> <laughs> and I still won. <laughs> All right, so this next game needs no introduction. I'm just going for the top shelf, and I'm going with Minecraft. Ooh. Oh, now, man, really breaking out all the all the big games. Yeah, I'm bringing out Minecraft. Um, 
I mean, there's not much I need to say about Minecraft. One of the most infamous or famous games, depending how you look on it, at it. Game of all time. I am a very creative person, and because of that, Minecraft spoke to me on a deep level. I've played it a ton with many different kinds of people, and that is as much information as I'm willing to give to you guys. All right. Um, I got a question. When was the first time you started playing Minecraft? Like what year or how old were you or something? That's a great question. Um, 2013 was when I started playing Minecraft. That's a pretty big gap. It is. It had been around (laughs) for just a little while before then. Um, It was a friend of mine named Matt Teakin, who is actually Peach's friend, too, who introduced me to it. And I started playing with him all the time. Before then, people tried to explain to me what Minecraft was, and I just didn't get it. They're like, you can do whatever you it's a game where you do whatever you want. And I'm like, well, that makes no fucking sense. (laughs) It is a really hard game to explain to people who don't know what Minecraft is. is. That's why there's a South Park episode on it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Chess? All right. So across like how many consoles have you played this game? Like, did you just play it for like Xbox and PS4 or did you also play the PC Java edition? Great question. That's a good question. Great question. Three. So I had it on the Xbox 360. Um, I have it on the PlayStation 4 and I do have the Java edition for PC. I've played all three. Can't imagine you could have put too much into like the Xbox 360 version because that was so vanilla. Yeah, it really was. But I mean, at the time, you don't really know. I didn't really know it was vanilla until they keep releasing stuff like that's, that's the thing about Minecraft is like every new iteration just gets better and better. So I have pleasant memories at every one of those stages where I'm just like, oh, my God, this is a lot of fun. Fair enough. Hmm. All right. Well, I got to guess. Let's hear it. I'm going to say you've put 400 hours into Minecraft. Okay. Uh, what about you, Zar? I'm going to guess 347 hours. Oh my God, it's close on this one, boys. But you know what? That one goes to Peaches. I put in 382 hours. Yes! Yeah, Damn you guys it. were... Those were both fantastic guesses. You were both in the ballpark, but uh, Peaches was only off by 18 hours, and uh, Zar, you were more like about 35. Yeah... Man, I knew I should have shot higher. Uh, dude, those were both good guesses. They really were. I was going to go with 370-some. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> we are not making that a thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's the end of round one. Time to go to the top of round two. All right, so my next game is the silly, ridiculous Goat Simulator. How could you possibly put more than 10 hours into that game? Remember that? Remember that? Remember that? (laughs) I mean, physics simulators, you're right. They can get a bit tedious, but when you need a little zone out and a little silliness, and it's always a fun game to show people who have no idea what video games are about. (laughs) Because it, it is just crazy. So you play a goat. And, and that's basically it. And you do goat things. You run around the town, you bonk into people and you, do you use your things. freak. <laughs> just goat things. And you do your freakishly long tongue, which is like duct tape. And, you know, you can pull people and cars and other such things behind you. But the interesting thing about Goat Simulator, it also has a lot of secrets to unlock. You can lock new goats like the tall goat. 
and the fancy goat and the fat goat. <laughs> the, the fancy goat. <laughs> and the meowing goat. Which these are all just like giraffes, whales, penguins, and cats. <laughs> oh my god, yes. But they're goats. And not only that, they also released a bunch of expansions for Goat Simulator, including a zombie apocalypse and an MMO, which I have played all three of. Holy hell. The base game, which had three maps, I believe, the MMO and the zombie one. The MMO was really broken, but the zombie one was quite a bit of fun. Interesting stuff. Yeah, that's a whole lot of stuff for a goat game. For, yeah, goat simulator. There's a lot of goat things for a goat to do. <laughs> All right, so my question for this round is... I'm not asking you how many times you started up the game, because you probably won't even know the answer to that, but what is the average amount of time on each time you played the game you think you actually played the game for? I think I could only tolerate it for like 10 to 20 minutes at a time <laughs> oh wow okay i was gonna suggest like an hour to two but okay it, it just depends i mean sometimes some days are are better than others like when i first got the game yeah i explored every inch of every map but then kind of after that you, you run out of things to do it's all kind of the same and it's more of just to show people that this game exists that's fair all right. Uh, for my question, um, which part of the game did you play more? Like, did you play like the base game more? Or did you do like the zombie stuff? What was where did you spend most of your time? I did the base game more because it was it was really just ultimate freedom uh, with the zombie one. There's kind of a loose story and it gets kind of annoying if you don't actually do the things like the zombies will attack your goat and your goat just keeps falling over. You don't die. But you just keep getting hindered by things. You just get inconvenienced. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you're just trying to run up a cliff and all of a sudden a zombie comes out of nowhere and tackles you. <laughs> That's awesome. What a great game. <laughs> all right. Well, I think I got to guess ready. What you got? I'm going to say you put 40 hours into this. Right. All right. JP. Um, I was going to guess 30. I was I was going to say 30 hours because I've played this. I know there's not much content. <laughs> so it's really funny that uh, you made a comment when I first mentioned this game, how I could how you could virtually only put 10 hours into this game, because 10 hours is how much time I put into this game. <laughs> wow. <sighs> not Woo. a lot of time, but JP, you got the point. I, yeah, <laughs> this is a weird episode. <laughs> we're all over the map on our hours here right i have been almost guessed on the money twice now <laughs> <laughs> all right uh peaches it's your turn all right uh my game is sid meyer's civilization five. Oh, okay fuck <laughs> now for those that don't know uh civilization is a series of games uh, where it's a turn-based strategy game where you start with a, uh, you know, you pick a civilization like America, Russia, you know, you, know, you can pick the Aztecs, uh, you know, they're, they're always adding new stuff. Um, and you start from the Stone Age and you're trying to work your way up into the modern era and you can, you know, 
um, interact with like other players or AI, depending on if you're playing online. Like if you want to like do diplomacy with them and like have trade agreements and help each other get money that way, or okay. if you want to declare war and like kill their civilization, you can do that. Um, there is, um, I want to say, five DLCs out for it that I uh, maybe four. Hmm. Wow, I didn't even know they had DLC. And uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know much else to say. Just turn based. It's just a fun turn based strategy game. And watch out for Gandhi. Gandhi will sneak up on you. <laughs> <laughs> Gandhi will nuke you. They, they've kept that in the games for a long time. <laughs> I don't even know what kind of question to ask for a game like this. Um, so have you played through all the DLC? You said there were five expansions? Uh, so playing through the DLC, it just adds stuff to the game. Like it'll add new mechanics. Um, like, you know, maybe like there's like national, uh, like, Tra- or tragedies i mean what's what's the word like there'll be like big hurricanes or like volcanoes that'll oh, mess natural up your stuff. disasters so like, natural disasters yes that's the one so like they'll add like new mechanics or like they're they'll add stuff like city states um which you know are like small civilizations that they just have one city and like you can you know ally with them to have them attack your enemies or ally with them just to trade with them or but, you know little quests but you did not answer my question have you played I, through all the dlc so Playing through all the DLCs, it's hard to say, but no, I did not get all the DLC for this game. I think I got like two of them. Mm. All right. Fair enough. All right. All right. Did you how how many civilizations did you complete the game with? Did you do it with Russia, America, India? Like how many? Um. So I, some people may know that Civilization is a game that like you don't finish it very frequently. So I want to say I, I actually finished the game three times. Oh, that sounds about right with civilization. <laughs> yeah, man. Those, those campaigns are so long. Yeah, for sure. All right. I think I will guess 251 hours. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is that your actual guess? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Dude, I was going to say like 50 hours. This game sounds boring. I don't know how anyone could spend more than that. It is, but it's also so engrossing. Yeah, you really lose yourself. Um, like, you know, in Minecraft, yeah, you know, you, you start a project and you're like, all right, I just got to do this and this and this and then, I'll, and then I'll go to bed. Say no more. I understand now. Yeah, it's a lot like that. You'll spend hours just building a road. (laughs) All right. Well, the answer is actually 458 hours. Wow. Wow. That's a point for Czar. That is a point for Czar. Yeah, I'm on the board. (laughs) Let's go. Me and Czar tied up at ones. Hell yeah. (laughs) I'm at three. And you're given the next game, so you are excluded from points. That is true. All right, so my game is a classic for the PlayStation. Um, It's called Jack and Daxter. Oh, yeah. Love that game. We talk all the time on this podcast about Jack, like Jack 2 and Jack 3, but hardly ever about the game that started it all, Jack and Daxter. And that's because it is a completely different kind of game than Jack 2 and Jack 3, to the point where Jack (laughs) doesn't talk at all. In Jack and Daxter, the first game. <laughs> he doesn't say a word until Jack 2. You know what I mean? 
I actually didn't know that. I mean, I played Jack, Jack and Daxter, Jack two and Jack three, and I had no idea that he didn't say a word. Jack, in Jack and, Dax, and Daxter. Yeah, Jack does not talk in Jack and Daxter. He doesn't say a word until Jack two. Wow. Yeah, he's got a serious case of silent protagonist. And I think there's a reason for that. Like he was incapable of talking when he was that young or something because of the whole time travel thing and placement and orphans and Mako. (laughs) 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 To my knowledge, they never give an explanation as to why he was silent. I could be wrong about that. It could be in an archive somewhere. So Jack and Daxter is essentially a game about this like world that these people live in that's like prehistoric, but at the same time, they're scientists that study this substance called ego. And ego does all different kinds of things depending on the color of the ego. For example, blue ego will like give you a little like stamina boost. Uh, Red ego lets you shoot things from your hands. Um, There's all different kinds of ego that do different kinds of things. But there's this stuff that called black ego, which is toxic and has a complete random effect. Like sometimes you fall in it and you just die. Sometimes you fall in it and you turn into the most annoying character in the universe. Yeah. <laughs> in, Dax- in Daxter's case, he was a human that fell into Black Ego and got turned into this weird little muskrat looking thing. And the whole premise of the game is you're trying to find the scientist who's in charge of Black Ego to try and turn Daxter back to normal. So that's the premise of the game. And what can I say about it? It's a PlayStation 2 game. It's a lot of fun, actually. Um, What are your guys' questions? And spoiler alert, um, Daxter never loses the furry butt. Nope. If you played Jack 2 or Jack 3, you would know that Daxter does not turn back to normal. But things work out for him. Things do work out for him. He gets a hot girlfriend. Yeah, it all works out for Daxter. (laughs) (laughs) who eventually also gets turned into a muskrat. So yeah, things work out for Daxter just fine. So this isn't like necessarily a question. Precursor eggs were collectibles in that game, weren't they? Or did you have to collect the precursor eggs? Uh, You know what? I can answer this question. No, uh, Jack Jack 2 and Jack 3 precursor eggs were actual collectibles because you're in the future in Jack 2 and Jack 3. But no, in the prehistoric time that Jack and Daxter takes place, precursor eggs are everywhere. They're just uh, something you need to get the uh, power cores or whatever they were called. Precursor orbs. Yeah, yeah, right, right. That's that's what because I was going to ask if you collected all the precursor eggs, but I think you kind of have to to beat the game. No, (laughs) (laughs) I'm asking a different question. You're asking a lot of weird questions are. Okay, here is what I will say. How many times have you beat the game? How many times have I beat the game? Yeah. Um, in total, I've probably beaten the game about six times. Okay. All right. Um, for my question, Peaches, ask him how long a playthrough takes. (laughs) 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 Um, how recently have you gone back to this game? Great question. Um, it's been about three years since my last playthrough. Wow, that's pretty uh, recent. Actually, weirdly enough, my brother brought home like a copy of like the Jack and Daxter collection that came out on the PlayStation 3. And that's when I started to do a playthrough again of Jack and Daxter. That was my most recent playthrough. Nice. All right, boys, what's your guesses? I am going to throw out 53 hours. Okay. Uh, what about you, Chess? Um, 
I think I'm gonna. You did six playthroughs, you said? Yep. I think I'm gonna go with uh, 75 hours. God, you guys, those were both great guesses, but I played for 70 hours, so that goes to Peaches. Fuck! Whoa! (laughs) And a a normal play. So if you're not trying to do the collectibles, it's honestly not a long game. You could probably get through it in like 15 hours on a first playthrough and 10 if you know what you're doing. But on my most recent playthrough, I went for 100% completion. And honestly, even that only took probably about 15 to 16 hours. It's Ah. not a long game. Yeah, I should have factored in about a 10, 15 hour playthrough, six playthroughs. That doesn't math up to 50. That doesn't math. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we're about to head into the final round with Zara at one point, Peaches at two points and myself at three points. Ooh, close game. It's it's coming down to the wire. All right. All you, Zara. So I have talked about this game a lot. I have hyped up this game a lot on Twitter, and I am absolutely demanding that we see more content from this franchise. Calm down, Stalin. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, that's on my YouTube channel. No, this game is none other than Banjo-Kazooie. Oh, wow. Now, I will say this uh, for sake of being able to actually figure out how much time I have put into this game. I am only recording hours spent on the Xbox version of the game. So when it was ported over to the Xbox, not on the Nintendo 64, because I can't even count how many childhood hours I put into this game. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Okay, now I'm intimidated. So. Banjo-Kazooie, you play as the lovable duo Banjo, who is a bear, and Kazooie, which is a bird residing in Banjo's backpack. And your goal is to rescue your little sister Tootie from the clutches of the evil witch Gruntilda. And to do this, you enter her secret lair, which is cut out of the mountain in the starting landscape and shaped exactly like the witch's head. Oh, okay. And once inside the evil witch's lair, you are tasked with collecting as many jiggies as possible, which are golden jigsaw pieces. You take those jiggies to portraits of the worlds that you will be inhabiting recent or in the near future. And once you fit all the pieces together, you get to go to the new world, collect jiggies there and move on to the next world until you reach the top of the lair and basically peck the old witch in her behind. All right. I've heard a lot about this game, but I've never played it. So I have an intrigue in it. Oh, it's a great platformer. Um, Really kind of ahead of the curb for platformers on the N64, I thought. I mean, really riding the coattails of Super Mario 64, they really worked out a lot of the clunky behaviors for Mario to really give Banjo a perfect platforming feel using such moves as like backflips to reach higher areas, utilizing Kazooie's, you know, feathers to fly and um, at least glide a little bit to reach faraway platforms to even being transformed into into uh, common objects such as pumpkins and animals such as bees to continue your progress in the levels. Very cool. Uh, Peaches, you got a question? Yeah. How the hell does that bird carry that bear? (laughs) What is up with this? That counts as your question. (laughs) Ah, shit. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm kidding, Peaches. You can ask another question. <laughs> um, all right, all right. Uh, I, I think I'm just going to go with a basic one. Uh, how many playthroughs have you done of this? In total, I have done five playthroughs, and I'll, I'll save you a little bit of time by answering another kind of bonus question to that. I 100% this game anytime I pick it up. I will not put it down and leave it unfinished without wow. 100%ing it. I have it that committed to memory. Okay. Um, my question, you said you also played this a bunch on the N64. Did you play it on the N64 to completion more times than on the Xbox 360 or less times? I would definitely say less times. Um, being a kid, I was just kind of thrilled to even get to the final boss. <laughs> so I definitely played it more on the on the Xbox because uh, I had that goal and it was more of like a time trial for me, seeing if I could remember everything quicker. All right, I've got a guess. What you got? 126 hours. All right, all right, Peaches. Um, if you 100%ed it every time that you played it, I gotta go with like 300-ish hours. Like, I can't imagine that it's a short time getting everything in the Dude, game. Dude, there's no way. Those older games like Banjo-Kazooie, there just usually isn't a whole lot to the stories. There's like, I would guarantee each one's gotta be like 18 to 20 hours. Hmm. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with my 300. I feel confident. All right. Well, you're you're both way off the mark because a typical playthrough of Banjo-Kazooie for me for hunting 100 percenting it usually takes about six and a half hours. Whoa, really? So what? My total time played in Banjo-Kazooie on the Xbox is 38 hours. Oh, huh? Yeah, I'm I'm a speedrunner for Banjo-Kazooie. Uh, well, I still <laughs> get the dude. point. That's what I care about. Yeah, I guess, man. <laughs> but you're right. There really is not a lot to Banjo because, I mean, 10 jiggies in a world, 100 jiggies total. And these are very, very small, simplistic in 64 worlds. So, yeah, it, it only took me a handful of hours to beat a, a playthrough. See, that's exactly what I was going off of was that mindset. But even then, only like seven hours per playthrough. That's wild. I actually, yeah, seriously, I just hit my personal record and I'm number like 10,000th on the leaderboard for beating it. I think it was six hours and 23 minutes. Wow. That just makes me question whoever's number one on that leaderboard. Oh, yeah, what you doing? I, I actually checked that the number one person on Xbox uh, for playthrough of Banjo-Kazooie, their playtime was an hour and 23 minutes. How? And I'm like, that's virtually impossible. <laughs> huh? Yeah. How? I'm pretty sure you have to exploit by jumping through walls. But at that at that same point, the only way to log your time onto the leaderboard is if you collect every item in the game. And so I don't know how you could pick up literally every item in the game in only an hour and a half. Well, all right. Gotta, gotta be exploits. I can't imagine how else it would be. You cheated. <laughs> <laughs> all right, JP, you got four points. Uh, I might have to just let Peaches take the games on this <laughs> so we can tie you. <laughs> yeah, I know, but let's make this fun in instead. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I'm actually uh, pretty excited about this next game that I got here. 
All right, this game is FTL, Faster Than Light. Have uh, either of you guys heard about that? I think it's only on PC. No, I have heard of this. It's been a while. Yeah, so this is made by a, like a small indie uh, studio who I think went on to later make uh, Into the Breach. But basically in this game, you're on a spaceship and you're trying to warn your buddies, your allies, that they're about to be attacked by an imposter uh and in, in, like i think it's like alien invaders okay um are you sure like, this isn't among us <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um but essentially the game plays a lot uh like it reminds me a lot of like oregon trail like in some of like the stuff that you have to do like you, you know you make stops you buy materials for your spaceship as you're going forward and uh you know you have like a interaction every time you like make a stop so it's like either you're fighting off like a spaceship or you know you have like a random encounter it's like oh hey you randomly ran into this guy and he gave you this or oh you uh you ran into some pirates and now you got to fight them and the combat in this game yeah it's Sounds pretty cool. cool like uh the combat in it you like in your space battles like you control like the all the systems of your ship and like you can target specific hmm. systems of the enemy ship and you have like a you have a little crew as well uh, and you have them like man certain stations so uh, like you can target like hmm. the enemy's oxygen right and if they don't fix their oxygen they'll all suffocate and die that's nefarious um, <laughs> or uh, you, you can target their weapons so they won't be able to attack you for a while or you can target their shields so you can get like more free access to attacking their ship and like there's a bit of a strategy component to it but yeah it's a, or you can like you can teleport a person onto their ship to attack their crew interesting when did this game come out um it because it sounds familiar but it, it sounds like i heard of it years ago is that your question no i got a better question um, let's see here it's kind of up to you on if you want to answer questions like that or not uh, just... it, it, ftl came out in 2012 2012. Okay, because oh. I didn't. I didn't ask him when he started playing. I just asked when the game came out. Oh, that's fair. Okay. All right. So if you guys got some questions, I probably have some answers. I I honestly can't really think of uh, another question to ask. So you you kind of related this to the Oregon Trail. Can Mary Sue die of space dysentery? <laughs> The closest thing that I've had happen to that is like, uh, like a pirate will come and take one of your crew members. So not Mary Sue. <laughs> that's uh, that's pretty much the worst thing that can happen to your crew other than dying in a space battle. I don't know. Space dysentery <laughs> sounds pretty bad. Space dysentery. Yeah, I, don't, I don't want whatever that is. My question is, is this a co-op game that you played mostly with other people or did you play it mostly by yourself? Entirely single player. Mm, and as like okay. a little bonus, it's gonna uh, say it smells single player. Uh, I'll, I'll give you like a free uh, extra question answer here. I used to give me, uh, give me, give I me, used give to me. play this game while I was in queue for games of League of Legends. Oh ah. wow! Okay, um, old time waster games. All right, all right. I gotta guess and hear me out here. Two hundred and fifty-one hours. Are <laughs> 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 right, you gonna stick to it? I'm gonna stick to it. It, it hasn't proved me right yet, but I, I got a good feeling about this one. <laughs> okay. JP? Dude, 
even if you were just playing it in between games of League of Legends, you've played so much League of Legends. Like, this would add up over time, right? So, I'm gonna guess 380 hours. Um, alright. Well, Czar actually gets the point on that one. I have 170 hours in this game. Ooh. Wow. Oh, I told you that 251 would work. <laughs> Not exactly how you'd expect, but yeah. I mean, closer than I was. Well, my mindset was like, okay, even if it was a little bit of time in between each one of those League of Legends waiting times, that's still, I know you played a lot of that game. Oh yeah, I played a shitload of League of Legends, but uh, like I, I split time of like what I played in, in queues. So like I would play FTL, I would play some Stardew, um, and, oh. yeah. So it's like it, it, it wasn't the only thing I played while I was queuing for League of Legends games. Ah, all right. Well, good news. Well, I kept JP from a point. <laughs> I've kind of won this game. Kind of. <laughs> I'll tell you what. If either one of you can guess this next game within three hours, I will give you three points. Ooh, that put either of us ahead of uh, it. That spices it up. Although Peaches, uh, doesn't Peaches just need one more point to tie you? No, I need two to tie. No, you both are uh, at two and I'm at four. So that three points would let one of you win. Ah, but only if we're in three hours. Within, you know what? I don't know why I said three. Let's do within five hours. All right, all right. I, I, I'll play your game. I'll play your game, <laughs> Satan. Oh, you will. You will. <laughs> it better be Cuphead. Oh, no, it's not Cuphead, although that's a great <laughs> idea because there's only one rage game that's ever broken me, and it's been Cuphead. All right. That's not what this is about. Today, we're doing something a little more topical, and we're going with the OG Pokemon Snap. Ooh, that's really within theme for this week's episode. Sure is. I mean, I was so excited to hear about new Pokemon Snap. I was like, let's see what I did with this old guy. And I mean, what can I say? I'm a huge Pokemon. Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemans. I'm a I'm a huge Pokemon fan through and through to the point where like any of these side games would come out and I would jump all over it. So it's no surprise whatsoever that I was really into Pokemon Snap for a little while. Um, I mean, we kind of explained it, but if you're not familiar with Pokemon Snap, it's not like a traditional Pokemon game. Um, you do not catch the Pokemon. You are on a rail system going through various maps at your selection, taking pictures of Pokemon and triggering different events to happen so different Pokemon show up, and then you take a picture of the Pokemon, and depending on how good of a picture you just took, Professor... I think it was Professor... Birch, maybe? No, it's Professor Oak. Was it Professor Oak? Pokemon Snap was actually canical to the show because you played as, what was his name, Terry or something? Tracy. Tracy, yeah, you play as Tracy, and they only made Pokemon Snap based off of the anime, and this is what happens and how Tracy knew Professor Oak after he met Ash. So, yeah, um, it's a really wonderful game if you love the world of Pokemon, but are looking for something a little different in the gameplay because it can get repetitive. And that's certainly why I fell in love with the game. And that's why it's on this list today. OK, quick, quick side note. My absolute favorite part of Pokemon Snap was when you had to try to throw pester balls at Squirtles 
to launch them over a mountain so they hit a star you <laughs> and make it evolve. Yeah, what is up with that? <laughs> like, what? That's actually really hard. Yeah, you just launch these squirtles out into the green yonder. <laughs> I don't like the sounds of that. Shut up and yes. Um, <laughs> all right, all right. I got a question. Yeah, what's up? How many times... Did you, spoiler alert for a 20-year-old game, get to the interaction with Mew to take Mew's picture? Only one time. Ooh. Only, there's only one time I ever actually did that, and come to think of it, I don't think I ever even got the picture. I think I just got to the level one time. Well, Mew is a hard son of a bitch to take pictures of. Keep disappearing, and then that weird bubble thing, and... I'm not surprised that you only reached Mew once because to get to Mew, you have to virtually take a picture of every Pokemon before then and find the, I think it was six Pokemon shrines that were scattered throughout the worlds. Um, And like, if you didn't hit a certain lever before the level ended, you didn't get to go to that level and discover the next secret. So yeah, I, I can totally understand why you only got to Mew once. Yeah, and, you know, for what it's worth, I mean, I think I did manage to get the picture of Mew. And I, to be honest, I don't even remember what all the things you have to do to get to Mew are. You could be right. I just don't remember. It's been a while. Well, you got to take but a picture anyway, of that, like, Kingler rock formation on the beach. Um, I think I remember that. You have to, like, set off an eruption in the volcano or something. And even then, I don't think I got to Mew naturally. I think I had to look it up because I wanted to do it. Ah. All right. Peaches, what about you? Um, so I may have missed if you said this. Did you come back to this game as an adult? Or uh, are we going all based off of uh, like the initial time you played it as a young child? Okay, that's a great question because I never had this game for the N64. Oh, really? I played this game as a Wii download. For the very first time ever. But I did not own Pokemon Snap ever on an N64. That was a great question. Interesting. All right. You guys have what you need. What is your guesses? I am going to say 29 hours. Okay. What about you, uh, Peaches? I'm going to go ahead and uh, kick that up to uh, 35 hours. Ooh. All right. I played for 44 hours. Those were both great guesses. So, Peaches, you get one point, but you do not get the highly coveted three points, which makes me the winner. Claps for JP. (laughs) (laughs) It was rigged from the start. (laughs) It it was not. I've got it all written down. (laughs) Yeah, I got it written down, too. Actually, maybe it's a sponge. Maybe that's actually eight points for me. Hold on. No, no, it's three. (laughs) We only had nine games. (laughs) And three of them were yours. (laughs) No, but honestly, guys, that was a really good guess because I thought for sure you were both going to shoot way beyond because I I was trying to make it sound like I played this game a lot by hyping it up, but I really didn't. Like, that's why Peach's question was so great because I never even played it on the N64. I had it as like a virtual console Wii game. See, and I totally forgot that it was available on the Wii's eShop. I I thought you had the N64 cartridge. 
And yeah, I mean, see, that's I how that. I tried to trip you up. Because, like, what you'll notice is when you're younger playing these games, you tend to just fuck around more. And that's how you end up spending so much time in these games is because you're just fucking around. But when you play these when you're a little older, you're actually trying to find the secret stuff and get through it so you can have more concise playthroughs. So that's why I thought that was such a great question. Funny how you get more goal oriented as you get older. Yeah, precisely. You're not just taking a million pictures of the freaking Charmeleon surrounding that lava pit until you throw an apple at it by accident and it evolves. <laughs> Is that not the most adorable thing just sitting with the Moltres egg in front of you and all of the adorable Charmander just sit next to you going, Char, Char. <laughs> yeah, that's, I love Pokemon Snap games, but that being said, I mean, I've played almost every Pokemon game there is to play. So, you know, in those terms, putting 44-ish hours into this game is actually not bad. I think that's more than I ever put into the game. That's kind of where I was basing my... Um, guess off of is because yeah you don't really spend a lot of time in the game and it can get a little boring but you know I, I definitely wasn't going to overshoot I don't know how anybody would put more than like 50 hours into this game <laughs> yeah. yeah no you're absolutely right because even with those 44 hours I remember after Mew I'm like I don't even care about this anymore I'm going to play something else <laughs> <laughs> And I really honestly don't think it's going to be like that with the new Pokemon Snap, because I think once again, with all of the Pokemon that they have access to now and like the different worlds and the things that they can do with like even online or multiplayer, I think this is going to be a pretty contact or content filled game that we've got coming up. But we'll wait and see. Sar's going to get it. And in the meantime, um, I think that's going to do it for this episode of Playtime Panic, boys. Uh, anything else to add before we get out of here for the day? Well, Peaches, I'm sorry you didn't get your first dub, but we'll take on JP next time. Yeah, we need to go back and see uh, who's gotten last place the most times. Maybe that'll make me feel better. Yeah, that'd probably be me. <laughs> yeah, it's our why don't even count. We know it's our. Well, it's not fair that everyone else in the podcast knew each other for years. Boo! <laughs> I'm the outcast. Boo on you. <laughs> All right. That'll do it for this episode of the Game Tea Podcast. So uh, we'll see you in the next episode. You just got your Game Tea. Later. If you like what you heard today and you're looking for more ways to get your Game Tea fixed, check us out on Patreon. With bronze, silver, and gold tiers starting at $2 a month, there are several incredible rewards you can receive for supporting the show, such as a follow from us on Twitter, access to a monthly Q&A session, an invitation to our private Discord server, and even bonus episodes of the podcast only accessible to patrons. Your donations will be used to make the show even better. The link to Patreon is in the description with our social media, so go check it out. Once again, thank you so much for listening to the Game Tea Podcast.